Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's that time of week again. It's time to introduce our blind chef. It's Ian Gentle. Hello, you. Hello, Jill. How's it going? I'm very well this week. How are you? Very well. Listen, I, there's something I really must bring to your attention and to the attention of listeners. In this month's Connect magazine, there is a link to what they call life hacks on the Henshaw's website. And the very first link is to uh, a video and explanation of how to use, of all things, a stainless steel Afro hair comb to safely cut and slice things like tomatoes and cucumbers. It's absolutely brilliant. And if you haven't had a look at it, everybody do go and have a look because it's a really useful tip. How does it actually work? You stab the comb vertically downwards into the center of the tomato. Then you insert your sharp knife between the tines of the comb and cut down. Oh my goodness. Do you know something? That is a brilliant, brilliant way of of slicing things. I would never, ever have thought of that. I take it you have to clean your comb first or maybe just have an Afro comb handy in the kitchen. I've I've got my wife trying to find one for me as we we speak. (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. Well, listen, I don't know if we'll be able to use it in this week's recipe because this week you're making Jamaica cake and I swear I have been absolutely drooling at the thought of this for the last week. So how do we go about making this, Ian? Okie doke. Well, this is a cake that uses no um, butter and no eggs. It does use milk, so it's not quite good enough for vegans. And first, there's a list of ingredients and then a list of equipment. So we'll start off with the ingredients. And it's 275 ml of full fat whole milk. 115 grams of dark brown sugar. I use muscovado. 115 grams of black treacle or molasses. 115 grams of golden syrup, 225 grams of plain flour, plus for later use further in the recipe, another three heaped tablespoonfuls of plain flour. Then one and a half teaspoonfuls of baking powder, one teaspoonful of bicarb or baking soda, a tablespoonful of ground ginger, a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, a teaspoon of mixed spice, and 115 grams of cubed gold foil stark margarine. That's the, not the margarine that's soft that comes in the tub. It's the hard kind that comes in wrapped in gold foil. Then we're going to have a look at the equipment that's going to be needed. So first of all, making cakes is messy. So I wear an apron and I'm proud to do so. And also when I'm doing cakes, I always have uh, my, my kitchen sink. I have a bowl of warm soapy water because you frequently need to rinse your hands we start off with a nine and a half inch by six inch loaf tin that's your cake tin i'm going to be using a talking measuring jug talking kitchen scale a large mixing bowl mine's plastic a food processor with the plastic blade a large plastic or wooden spatula a small 10 inch by six inch plastic cutting board two small saucepans My trusty pen friend, which is the label reader, a talking kitchen timer, a fearsome electric whisk with two whisks protruding from it, which people are quite frightened of, a dessert bowl, a nest of measuring spoons and a roll of cling film. Okay, now we're going to go to the actual method. 
So we start off by preheating the oven to gas mark four, that's 180 degrees centigrade or 375 Fahrenheit. The first thing we do is we weigh the sugar and we weigh the sugar using my talking uh, kitchen scales and uh, put that sugar into one of the two small saucepans. Then with the talking measuring jug, I measure uh, 275 ml of milk and put that into the, into the pan with the sugar. And you warm that milk in the pan on a low heat and stir in the sugar until dissolved. And that takes a couple of minutes. Do it thoroughly because you don't want any grains of sugar left over. Then you set that aside to cool. Then we come to how on earth do you measure out 115 grams of treacle? Well, I take the bowl off my talking kitchen scales and I place a small dessert bowl onto the platform. I then switch the scale on and it says quite rightly zero because that's its default. Then I use a, a plastic bottle of uh, Taken Lyle's golden syrup and pour that into the mixing bowl, and, sorry, the dessert bowl until it says 115 grams and stop. I then get my tin of black treacle, open it up and I add 115 grams of black treacle. Well, basically, that's between two and three dessert spoonfuls. And basically, what you do is you take a spoon, dip it into the treacle, allow it to fall into the dessert bowl, and keep doing that until it says 230 grams. That means you've got 115 grams of golden syrup and 115 grams of black treacle. Then you pour that treacle into the other small saucepan and you heat it on a low heat until it's runny but not quite sticky. You can feel that with a, a wooden spoon but you don't want it to get hot. Take it off the heat, leave it to cool. Then you put your bowl back onto the top of the kitchen scales and you measure out 225 grams of flour and you tip that into the food processor to which you put the um, plastic blades. Now you use the measuring spoons then to add the bicarb the baking powder, ginger, cinnamon, mixed spices. And I've found those in my spice cupboard by using my pen friend, which uh, reads the labels for me. Then I'm going to weigh 115 grams of margarine. Now this time, again, I take the bowl off the top scales and I put the small plastic chopping board onto the scales. Now, a pack of stalk margarine weighs about 250 grams. We want 115. Well, half of 250 would be 125. So I cut just under half of that 250-gram block and put it onto the chopping block on the kitchen scale. Now, usually it comes in a little bit under 100 grams or 110 grams, and I just add a little bit of um, margarine on top of that until it says 115 grams. Then I remove the chopping board with the margarine on it and put it on the work surface. And I've got to cut that into cubes. So I make two cuts along uh, down into it with a bone-handled table knife so that it's cut into thirds. Then I turn that on the side and make another two cuts so it's cut into thirds. That means if I then roll it again and cut down from the other side, I get nine little cubes. Do you understand me? I do. Then I put those into the uh, food processor and then I cut another nine cubes and put those in until it's all gone away. And then I rinse my hands because they're all greasy and sticky. Then this is the clever bit. 
the recipe originally calls for you to rub the uh, flour and the margarine and the spices all together until it resembles breadcrumbs. Well, that's a bit of a problem for us. So what I've got is a, is a trick. I put the top back onto the food processor and I press the button so it whizzes for a count of three, which is 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. Then I let go. Then I do it again. And then I do it again. And I do it four times in all. So that's four times I've gone 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, stop. Now, what happens then is that it's not quite mixed properly. All the margarine tends to uh, solidify at the bottom of the, of, the, of the food processor. So I take the top off and using my plastic spatula, I mix it all up and chop it all up and give it a good old stirring. It's perfectly safe because it's plastic blades in there and, uh, and the food processor won't work with the top off. Then I put the back, top back on, and again, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, I do that four times. Now, I, I repeat that process three times altogether. And then I take the top off the food processor and empty the contents into my big mixing bowl. And then I rub the flour with my fingers. It takes about a minute, and you keep rubbing, keep rubbing, and it turns into breadcrumbs very, very quickly. Then rinse my hands. I pour the syrup mixture into the mixing bowl and the milk and sugar mixture and then I reach for my dreaded electric whisk and I place the whisk into the mixture and I switch it on and I move it around in a figure of eight configuration, sometimes reversing it. And I mix the whole thing together for about one minute. Now, the thing is, if you use a timer, you, you can't hear it over the noise of the whisk. So I simply go 1,001, 1,002, until I get to 1,060. By that time, it's properly mixed. Um, I then add an extra three heaped tablespoonfuls of plain flour and mix it again for another 30 seconds. Now, the important thing about the electric whisk is when you finish, switch it off, but don't lift it out of the bowl until it's finished whizzing. Because if you lift it out of the bowl and the whisks are still running, you spread cake mixture absolutely everywhere, everywhere. and you splatter it all over your kitchen. <laughs> Not a good idea. I've so done it before, always, Ian. I've done it myself. So always make sure your whisk is stopped before you lift it out of the mixing bowl. Now, simply then, you simply pour that mixture into your cake tin, the loaf tin, pop it in the oven and bake it for, I'd say, 50 minutes. After 50 minutes, I take a, a long, flat kebab skewer and push that into the center of it, pull it out, run my finger over the end. And if it's still wet, then I'll give the cake another five minutes. And I do that again, if necessary, until the, the, the probe comes out clean. Now, you take it out of the oven, obviously using your oven gloves, but I then run a, what well, I use a palette knife or a, a blunt knife around the edges of the cake tin to release the cake. And then I leave it to cool. And when it's completely cool, I turn it out. And then, this is the cling, where the cling film comes in, you then wrap it in cling film and you leave it at room temperature overnight for really preferably for 24 hours 12 if you can't wait before you start slicing it and that's what makes it really sticky that's ian's uh, sticky jamaica ginger cake 
Oh my goodness, Ian. I am actually uh, in my head as you're talking, making this ginger cake in my <laughs> kitchen. And uh, I am going to do this this week and I'll let you know how it goes next week for sure. It sounds absolutely delicious and very, very simple. And you know, there's so many of these products that you can get from the RNIB shop um, online if you want to take a look. Uh, it's rnib.org.uk forward slash shop. So uh, do take a look for them. I shall let you know how I got on next week, Ian. And uh, what are we talking about next week? We're talking about a chicken chorizo. Just before I do leave, I should have said that I use my talking kitchen kitchen timer to time 50 minutes. That is a good tip. It is a very good (laughs) tip because, you know, it's very easy to sit down and wait and stick a bit of telly on or stick the radio on and uh, forget all about your cake. I've also done that in the past. Ian, many thanks for joining us this week. I'm going home to make my Jamaica cake. You have a great week and we'll speak to you next week here on RNIB Connect Radio. Thanks, Jill. Bye now. Have a good one. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.